0: That movie sucked. I kind of liked it.
1: Movie night crew network.
0: As the gigantic black shape skimmed over the treetops of the forbidden forest and the lights shining from the castle windows hit it, they saw a gigantic powder blue horse-drawn carriage the size of a large house soaring toward them, pulled through the air by a dozen winged horses, all palominos, and each the size of an elephant. The front three rows of students drew backward as the carriage hurtled even lower, coming into land at a tremendous speed, Then, with an almighty crash that made Neville jump backward onto a Slytherin fifth year's foot, the horse's hooves, larger than dinner plates, hit the ground. A second later, the carriage landed too, bouncing upon its vast wheels, while the golden horses tossed their enormous heads and rolled large, fiery red eyes. What's up, potheads? Welcome to the Restricted Section, a show in which a bunch of nerds with potty mouths reread the Harry Potter series for the umpteenth time and discuss the way that the story and its themes have stayed with the generation into adulthood. Thank you for listening. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week Chapter 15, Bobatons and Dermstrong. Bobaton and Dermstrong. Bobatons and Dermstrang. Bobatons. Bobaton and Durmstrang. That's how he says it in the movie, right? The
2: Bobaton's Academy of Magic, Durmstrang.
0: In this chapter, we meet the students from Bobaton and Durmstrang, and also the headmasters, Madame Maxime and Professor Karkaroff. Is he a professor? <laughs> Welcome to the Restricted Section, where all genders go to school together in harmony all the time, because why the fuck would you make the only school in all of Eastern Europe for boys only? What the fuck is wrong with that, and where do the NBs go to school? I need to know. I guess we'll get to that later. I am gladdened to be joined today by my impertinent friend, Mary Payton. Say hello to the listeners, Mary Payton. Impertinent. I love it. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Hello. It might be December, but it's always Scorpio season for Mary Payton. That is so true. Every damn day. And I'm so excited because our special guest today is Charlie, co-host of, your co-host of two of our pods, which makes you one full host. Um, oh. Charlie is the co-host <laughs> of Of the Eldest Gods and Phantoms has Gone Wrong. Hey, what's up? hello. Hello. We are so glad to have you here. If you may remember, um Charlie was on this show for Prisoner of Azkaban Chapter Ten, The Marauders Map. And is that it? The our crossover. Oh, the crossover episode. Yeah, indeed. Um, thank you for reminding me about that. I freaking love that one that came out over the <laughs> summer. <laughs> Any bets that we won't bring up Percy Jackson during this episode? is it possible
1: i've I've already brought it up while we were just talking beforehand. so, <laughs>
0: yeah. you're wearing the shirt,
1: yes, I am underneath my hoodie. I am wearing a camp applet shirt. never not on brand
0: whenever I talk to Charlie, no matter what the occasion, there's a fifty percent chance they're wearing appropriate merch, yeah, for whatever.
1: I'm sorry. I grabbed my um. San Francisco hoodie it's from Big Hero 6 so I love it I love that movie so much
0: yeah I do too I think it's pretty underrated honestly classic well we are here to talk about chapter 15 Bowbatten and Dirmstring. I'm like saying it confidently Bowbatten even though I'm I think it should be like Bowbaton
2: Bowbaton I've heard both I,
0: it yeah I know that the no matter what it's wrong <laughs> out of my mouth <laughs>
2: Well, it's just like if you, I feel like anything in the French language, if you pronounce it correctly with the correct accents and everything, you sound like an asshole if if the rest of your sentence is in English. I I can verify that.
1: (laughs) I did take French for five years. Do I remember anything? No. You have
0: to just look at all the letters and then like kind of squint your eyes a little bit so they all blur together and you only get like three of them. (laughs) That is precisely exactly right. Yeah. That was beautiful. You got it. Yep. Thank you. Um, and then there's Dermstring, which in their native tongue is definitely I don't even know what it, Bulgarian is almost definitely pronounced Dermstrong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Probably strong boys. <laughs> That's why all guys go there. That's it. It does like really infuriate <laughs> me the way that the movies made that choice because now it's like so hard, even when you're reading the book, it's so hard to defeminize Bo. Batten Mm -hmm. and so hard to like demasculine a phi derm string it's like it's like we don't get to see them in the book and we like didn't get to see them in the movie so it's just like it like genders your interpretation of them in the book i think in a way that is like so stupid i mean she like even in the writing about it um yes she
2: mentions that there are girls and boys at Bo Batten. i'm just gonna say it that way just so we're all on the same page (laughs) um but she really never mentions the boys ever yeah after that like she just mentions that they're there and then their their clothes are just like the finest thin silk like they're not even prepared for the cold at all there's no jackets
0: yeah is it not cold in france i <laughs> <laughs> it, it it gets cold but i think like not like this we were actually oh, fuck who was i talking to about the south of france like recently why I, I genuinely don't remember but i was talking to someone about the weather in the south of france like yesterday okay if that was you hit me up i don't remember the it context at all it wasn't me i don't run in those
2: circles christina it must be nice it was.
0: we were talking about like the mediterranean and like i just don't remember oh no <laughs> was it when i was watching love actually were we talking about carl from love actually give me a second Oh, my God. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Catch, catch uh, the movie Night Crew Christmas special about love, actually.
2: <laughs> That's, That's going to be a good one to do a podcast about.
0: We did talk for like an hour, which is pretty long for that show. I'm sure Jason's going to edit down some of the screaming and the fisticuffs <laughs> like he always does. So this chapter starts with um, Harry. He's wakey, wakey. <laughs> With a with a full plan in his head. Yes, yeah. So he went to bed stressed last night and woke up with a plan. Relatable. He writes a letter to Sirius saying basically, "loljk." <laughs> he does such a bad job of it. I know. He
2: sounds like such a such a kid, like just doing yeah, way yeah. too much to cover it up. He has like five sentences that say the same thing that say essentially, "jk, I was
0: joking." <laughs>
1: I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything is
0: fine. Don't come. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Do not come here. Mm. He goes up to the Owlery to mail the letter. Hedwig is grumpy. Okay, Hedwig, I've said this before, and my cat Penny have, like, really similar vibes to me. Penny would hold it against you if you were mean to her yesterday.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love that when she flew in in the previous chapter and gave Harry the letter. Um, and she was like upset with him for not having. She, he was like, I'm sorry, I don't have anything on me to give you right now. You'll have to go to the Allery and she was, like, so upset about that. Like, he should just have owl treats or food on him at all times.
0: I think that she can, well, I mean, there's it, there's evidence in this chapter that she straight up understands human language. Mm-hmm. Um, So I feel like she could just hear him being, like, "Uh, fuck off in his attitude a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> and So she was like, I will fuck off. I'll fuck all the way off. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Harry persuades her verbally to take this letter. Like, can we please talk about this? How can they now be verbally persuaded?
1: They're, the owls are magical creatures in this world. Have we not figured this out? They're just, they're magical. They understand human speech. Did they develop
0: for this sole purpose? They can understand human speech, but not replicate it. And they have perfect GPS systems in their brains. And th- those are like the two ways in which they're magic.
2: I don't know. I, this got me thinking while I was reading it about all the, the ways that people could probably use that in really bad or good ways like has there mm-hmm. has there never been anyone who's tried to use an owl to literally just find someone like Sirius who's on the run
0: why didn't the ministry try that like why didn't they why didn't they just try that <laughs> oh my god they could put a tracker on an yeah. owl but they would never ever they don't, they probably can't even conceptualize what a tracker is <laughs> I don't know. But it could solve other problems, just like a gun could solve a lot of problems in this universe. Just one <laughs> single gun <laughs> for the could, good guys. They could put an Apple AirTag on her. <laughs> be done. Just be done with it. Okay, great. So that's kind of that. After that, the weeks, they start coming and they don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming
1: and they don't stop coming and they don't
0: stop coming. <laughs> it's a little back to school montage pretty classic stuff well you know classic Mad-Eye Moody performing illegal curses on children oh my
1: god this shit yeah when I realized we got, I got this chapter I'm like oh my goodness <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is some this is worse than last time last chapter <laughs> I thought I would think that as a kid reading this this class where you're gonna have to do whatever the teacher tells you as a kid, would have been more mortifying. But I feel like now, as an adult, I'm like, that would be terrifying. I would find my way
0: out of that class. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Be like Hermione and be like, nah, nah, can we not do this? And then, like, actually walk out of the class.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Hermione points out that it's illegal, but Moody claims that Dumbledore wants them learning the real shit, basically, okay? Like, how much do... Do you think Dumbledore is, like, straight up, like, yeah, yeah, perform these illegal curses? Uh, Or, like, I mean, is he even being consulted? And if he was, would the result be any different?
1: I, I think this is... This is just lying. This is just blatant lying. I don't think he's consulted Dumbledore about this. He just wants to see if Harry can, like... Stand up to the Imperius Curse, and it's all a plot.
0: That's what the goal is for him to like see as an enemy how strong his enemy is. <gasps> it is kind
2: of weird because it seems like the only the only ulterior motive he would have for it because why would he want to teach him to be more aware and stronger?
0: I've been wondering that this whole time, and honestly, that's pretty smart because then like he didn't ask Dumbledore. He's like telling people that he did ask Dumbledore. He does this crazy shit. He learns something about his enemy and then it like gets back to Dumbledore and Dumbledore is not going to be suspicious, suspicious, suspicious. He's just like classic fucking Moody, just terrorizing (laughs) some children. And then he goes to have a talk with him or doesn't. Maybe mad Eye Moody is like the perfect person for someone for a bad guy to uh,
2: whatever possess or whatever it's called, because
0: Impersonate. Yeah, yes. yeah, impersonate and possess, kind of. <laughs> well, all of, all of the above. <laughs> duplicate. Yeah, he is in possession of him. So he d- oh. he he d- is in possession of him, but he's not like possessing him in the way that like a, a one person spirit tends to okay. possess another person's body. But maybe I
2: meant it in the first way. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I <got> you. Anyways, <laughs> he would be
2: the perfect person to all of the above because. He literally, he would do anything. He's just nuts. Like, he's... Yeah. You can say anything.
0: Yeah. And, like, if you have enough bravado, then it's just, that's it.
1: Barty Kratz Jr. was just really good at acting.
0: Like, I think if... if, Oh, my God. Theater major who could not find the career.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm thinking this whole time. If Hogwarts had, like, a drama club, like, he would be
0: the head of it hogwarts drama club oh my god wait my heart is just like spiraling like i'm just thinking about all the girls in like uh in gryffindor house with, with all of their like misplays they have so many ideas and the narrative just like poops on them but i'm like what if lavender brown was in charge of set design for like a really cool magical play like that would give her a lot of purpose she gives
1: off theater kid vibes
0: yeah. She does. Sure. And like I think Luna Lovegood would work on it too, mm-hmm. doing maybe like some of the like fun magic accessories like sparkles and color changing oh, and stuff.
2: Nice. <gasps> color changing?
0: I know. You can do that in a regular muggle theater pretty easily with lights, but
2: <laughs> Man, the musicals there would be amazing.
0: Whoa. Imagine a magical band. Oh my god, it's just the frog choir.
1: <laughs> I know there's yes. like something. It was like in um uh, one of the extra books, like maybe Beetle the Bard or something where it's like Dumbledore's commentary on it and he's like, oh yeah, we used to have like this, this drama club or something and they had a performance of like one of those tales and like, it's a thing Whoa. they had this that's cute, oh my god, Is bring it like, back the Fountain of Fair Fortune I think, they did
2: like a performance of it at Hogwarts that's awesome They'd have, to, they'd have to have stuff like that. They don't really talk about any sort of music or arts or whatever. Because Harry but...
0: doesn't notice shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that fanfic about the theater club.
1: Please yes,
0: do. Do it. Um. Just. I want to see some extracurriculars that aren't Quidditch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing you got. Then, what, the Gobstones Club or something?
0: yeah there's not even like a student government honestly it's so British it's like well the teachers pick their favorites and they get to be in charge of the other students <laughs> there's true. no SGA like no one's getting elected <laughs> uh, so true they're just like Percy you're a prick you got this <laughs> you'll tattle on literally anyone <laughs> uh, this school that's it Yeah, that's it that's the tweet <laughs> that's the tweet <laughs> So when it's Harry's turn to get imperious, um, first of all, this sounds like drugs, like yeah. fun drugs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, as someone who's not done drugs, this this sounds like what drugs probably are.
0: Some drugs for sure. The floaty bit. I'm like, here's the thing is like I'm having a hard time thinking of like what drug it is. Maybe... Maybe like the come up of mushrooms when your body's starting to get really fuzzy, but your brain is still locked and loaded, you know, and you're just like, "Wee." <laughs> or maybe like a combination of stuff. Like if you do some molly and then smoke a shit ton of weed, you get a little floaty. Um. Anyway, don't do <laughs> drugs. So when it's Harry's turn though to do the uh, to resist the Imperious Curse, he can resist it. Has a dumb sentence, but you feel me? Yeah. Um, he can well, resist it because hairy. he's a very special boy. It's
1: not Harry, though. It's 100% the Horcrux. <gasps>
0: oh, oh, my God. He's not even a special boy. It's literally I mean, just the Horcrux.
1: It. It's the voice in his head, but it's not his voice.
0: Oh, my God. Shut up. I mean, it's that makes sense that
2: I both makes love more and sense
0: hate that. It makes more sense than he's special because he's not. I love that. <laughs> he I'm just is always like unreasonably this. good at stuff.
2: <laughs> well, also, he like doesn't really He there is no lesson. Like mm-hmm. Mad Eye doesn't show them how to do anything or tell them how to do anything. Yeah. And then Harry doesn't really try. He just this voice is just like, why? I don't like, he, do uh, There is I'm no good.
0: trying. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm wow okay well mad eye moody makes him do it four more times until he can resist entirely so in your logic that would mean that the horcrux is getting like slightly more control maybe over his subconscious yeah yeah this is bad (laughs) So spooky.
2: I just, like, lost it thinking about how awkward that must see. Like, when you're reading the scene, it's one thing. But if you were actually in that classroom, in, like, the quiet of the classroom, just listening to – or just watching Harry just standing there and trying to fight, jumping on a desk, like, how awkward his movements would be in that moment
0: that he just, like, his head hits the side of the desk instead. Yeah. I think that's so funny. (laughs) That reminds me of, like – um. When they were fighting the Bogart and Lupin in the movie, they have him put a record on. And I'm like, that is such a nice detail because it keeps this scene really lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, this is he this is silent. <laughs> uh,
2: this is only kind of related, but I work at a waxing center. Um, like a body, car waxing. Waxing. Mm-hmm. body car, waxing. Car waxing. Body okay. waxing. Car body waxing. No, nope, human body waxing. <laughs> um and our Music player has been out for like a week and a half.
0: That sucks. And good mm.
2: lord, it's awkward. And it's awkward yeah. for us at the front desk. Like it's just silent. But back there for the waxers, just ah! like <laughs> <laughs> facing people. It, in in anybody part, that's just so awkward. And then hmm. Some people also yell loudly when the is cold. <laughs> <end up. laughs> yeah. So it's just God, it's been the worst.
0: That is so fucking funny. It's the worst. That is my like number one, like live an awkward free life. Like, like don't sweat it trick is like put music on mm-hmm. and whenever you're watching like a TV show. like where there's like some really awkward like oh my god this party is not what i thought it was gonna be nobody's it's like put some fucking music on like what is wrong with you Mm -hmm. anyway true so maddie Moody should have had some shenanigans music for this lesson for sure some nice circus tunes i would probably put on lo-fi if i think if i was like any kind of teacher teaching any kind of class i would at least put on lo-fi hip-hop you know just like to keep the vibe super mellow. Yeah, yeah. Come to my class. <laughs> I had a high school English teacher who was definitely a straight up stoner. Her glasses literally were pink. They were rose tinted glasses. Oh, I love it. She was such a hippie. And like the older I got, I'm like, she was a straight up stoner. She was exactly like me, actually. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would be too cool if a teacher it would get me in trouble.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway,
0: so that's how that class ends um they go to transfiguration next professor McGonagall explains that they're going to get a lot more work this year in preparation for their owls at the end of the following year so they're like they're like hey 14 year olds we need you to think two years ahead and like obviously that doesn't work as a system
1: gross classes are getting harder it's gross we don't like
0: it i know it's just like this school is not good at teaching, I think, that there's way too much essay writing and, like, yeah. stressing about tests. You're supposed to cast spells.
1: Why do you have to write an essay about a spell you're casting?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: writing weekly essays on the goblin rebellions of the 18th century.
0: That seems so well, pointless at class.
2: This point. Uh, like, I hate... Essays are the dumbest things anyways, and then on something so specific, weekly? Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I do love the McGonagall... Multiple times in this chapter is telling them how dumb they are. Just, like, she's, like, in panic mode about how much, how stupid they are and how much more they have to learn before they're owls.
0: That comes up again later, um, (laughs) when she's, like, ragging on Neville. Yeah. I guess we'll get there. She's so mean. (laughs) But she's still, like,
2: the most loved teacher, but still
0: so mean. (laughs) She's stern, but she doesn't hide herself. No she's like this is how I feel don't embarrass me I get it I kind of get it oh yeah and then when they're lining up outside of the school and she tells a girl to take
2: her butterfly clip out she,
1: yes, takes she tells mm, Parvati her I don't like that
0: that. <laughs> that reminded me of like Cadet Kelly oh my god oh, <laughs>
1: oh
0: classic I love that movie even though it's like military propaganda I understand it now but I'm not going to join the military so I get to just love that movie <laughs> next they go to transfiguration this is like yeah we're all we're in like a montage um Harry and Ron both receive top marks for their nonsense made up predictions which I love that for them they're good at creative writing you say transfiguration when they're going to divination yeah in my defense I wrote that in my notes I told you I can't not read notes exactly (laughs) as they're written in (laughs) front of me
2: you're always trying to improv girl (laughs) <laughs> I just love that they, they're they
1: running out of catastrophes. That's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. I know. They
0: didn't know they'd have to keep going. They brought out all the big stuff. Too and soon. obviously it's working. If they keep doing it, obviously they are not
2: getting bad grades, bad marks yeah. for it. Even so. if it's not coming true.
0: They should make like a game of it. They should get like some dice and write like, you know, those like sexy dice that are like, or, like <laughs> elbow or whatever. <laughs> like, but like make it, make it like what's going to happen in my prediction game.
1: I love it. Make it like a and d thing with some dice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: I get a high enough roll, this is what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> they should just watch like a couple muggle movies and write down what happens in them. Oh
1: my God, yes. That's how you cheat. That's how you cheat a divination. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I foresee that I'm going to get on a big boat, unsinkably big boat. It's going to sink. <laughs> I love um. That. Okay, so then... A sign gets posted in the entrance hall saying that the students from Bowbatten and Durmstrang will be arriving in one week on October 30th with style. <laughs> I mean, The style part's implied, we know.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, where does it say with style? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just, you already know. They're wizards. It's the drama. This is the other parts of Europe coming to England. It's the fucking drama. They bring the drama so hard in this chapter. People are getting, like, lit. Like, everyone at Hogwarts is so stoked about, like, any meeting anyone else. <laughs> Please. They clean the castle. The castle's getting, like, a little sexy cleanup. The paintings are being scrubbed and suits of armor aren't squeaking anymore. Th- these are cute details.
2: And Argus Filch, the caretaker, was behaving so ferociously to any students who forgot to wipe their shoes that he terrified a pair of th- first-year girls into hysterics.
0: <laughs> can you fine. imagine
2: him just standing at the front door
0: making sure they wipe their feet <laughs> yes I yep. can Yeah, I can imagine it uh, is that the only way out of the school no
1: I mean definitely. besides
0: the passageways obviously <sighs> there's no like back door
1: I, I think there's multiple doors out of the, the school but like you know that's just the front door
0: You you gotta get most, most of the people go in the front door.
2: Yeah. yeah. That is a
0: good point, though, that they don't really. Where's the doors at? Where are the fire exits? Huh. It's a castle. There's definitely multiple exits. Yeah. Just like, I think, in terms of, like, architecture, there would have to be. Well, cool. I think they have wow. the boat entrance for sure. Oh, you yeah. You know, where they like sail up dramatically in the first year and then it never comes up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: like, they got to do that for the drama once again. The drama. Just, the, just the drama of like, ooh, we got to see the castle, but like from the moonlit lake and it would be mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> and then you go just Beautiful. like on a carriage that's like driven by nothing the next year <laughs> <laughs>
0: a nothing carriage it's fine no one cares yes so then okay cool what day is it it's november no it's october 30th oh my god i was on the phone today trying to schedule an appointment because <laughs> that's what i do for work is i schedule appointments and i was like are you free i'm like September 13th. And he was like, well, I was expecting a wait, but not that much of a wait. And I was like, what? And he was like, September. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I guess it's not even that's not even right at all. No. (laughs) Anyway, it's October 3rd. D. (laughs) (laughs) It's October 3rd. Yeah. October 3rd. He asked me what day it was. (laughs) Um, at breakfast, Fred and George are whispering that someone is avoiding them. They're just like pretty mysterious in this book, and I think we all know that's not like them.
2: Yeah. No, normally they're pretty—they're pretty, they're pretty uh, vocal and outgoing about all the mischief they're up to.
1: Yeah. Hmm. But they're, you know, being a little secretive.
0: Yeah, I love the, um, how their sense of humor when they're grumpy becomes, like, very sharp zingers, you know? I think mm-hmm. that it's such a good, that, like, it. they're showing that they can use their power <laughs> for evil. <laughs> I
2: know, I love that whole exchange right there. Who's avoiding you? said Ron. Wish you would, said Fred. <laughs> What's a bummer? Ron asked George. Having a nosy git like
0: you for a brother, said George.
1: Just like so them. quick, so quick.
0: Just, they, Just a solid wall. I got it. <laughs> yeah, they're snappy. Mm-hmm. Hermione's also bringing up how self abuse, right? We mm-hmm. learn that she's been bullying people into signing up for Spew, or at least mm-hmm. that's how the narrative frames it. Uh-huh. I feel bad for her. Yeah. If I worked at this school, if I was the cool Stoner teacher at this school, I would be like, "Hey, I see what you're doing. Can I can we like talk about it? Can we like organize better and like Yeah. Can we manifest some of this energy differently?" This
1: kind of does feel like how a 14-year-old would do this kind of shit though. Like, yeah. Like just try to get people involved and like nobody
2: cares.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> her marketing is her marketing and branding are really terrible. She needs yeah, some it's help bad. there. Um, and she just like like I feel so much for her because she really is so passionate about it, but mm-hmm. she doesn't she doesn't know how to come at it from a way of like a slow kind of easy initiation to people. She just kind of screams it at
0: them. She starts by asking for money, and I think that's a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's guilting people into giving her money. <laughs> And it says that Ron paid it. Like, please. It says Harry and Ron both had paid a sickle. And I'm like, for the love of God, tell me that Harry covered Ron's I, portion I of really that. I hope so. God. I literally thought that the whole time. I was like, there, but Harry,
2: I think Harry is kind of oblivious about the money thing. Like, not oblivious in that he doesn't know. He definitely knows um, that the Weasleys are poor. But I think that he... It's like, wow, well, Ron said he didn't want help with this, so I'll never help him with money again.
0: Yeah, straight up. He, he's like, I wish they would let me help them, but they Man, won't. Man, <laughs> if only there was a way I could help them. Uh... With people like that, you just have to do the thing. You have to look them directly in the eyes, be like, press a, a whole galleon because you're Harry fucking Potter into Hermione's <laughs> hand and be like, this is... To cover me and Ronnie, go hire someone to be your treasurer because yeah. we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some
1: money, go yeah. bribe somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bribe them with the money
0: that you earned. <laughs> so, next, Hedwig arrives with a quick follow up letter from Sirius, which means that he is seriously close to us. Hey. Oh, shit. We don't have to l- pretend to laugh at those jokes anymore. We've been doing it for like three solid books. Serious Black is like I'm back in the country and I'm well hidden. Don't even worry about it. And then everyone's just stoked all day. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> they're they're just waiting. They okay. They assemble on the lawns dramatically to greet yeah. their guests. It's like the Von Trapp family times like well I don't know times not very many because I don't think there's very many kids at the school.
2: Yeah, it says they they filed down the steps and lined up in front of the castle, which I, I I think it's interesting that you can even say the word filed when it's that many people. Like, filed to me is, like, a single line. Like, really, like... They filed in four like, lines as the house... I guess so. <laughs> that they went
0: two by two like, like Madeline. It seems like so much choreography. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, It kind of... Okay, maybe, like... My college graduation, like, a couple hundred of us gathered in, like, the student center. And then we, like, marched across campus <laughs> to the uh, to the hall, whatever the fuck, the big arena place. What's that called? Convocation center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. It's like, just round them up. I don't know. If it looks like a kid, let's bring them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. And then, of course, this is the part where Professor McGonigal, first of all, Ron's wearing a hat.
0: They're, I think, they're all wearing like the, the pointed hats they're supposed to get yeah. like the first year. They, they don't mention that very much. Maybe no. that's like their formal, more formal wear or something. Oh, yeah, I assume
1: so.
2: Their
0: formal wear that's adorable. I <laughs>
2: know because it's definitely part of the
0: uniform. Like Rupert Grant in a hat, having to straighten his hat, is so cute to me. I love it. <laughs> he definitely wears a hat. At the there, I think it's the end of Chamber of Secrets, or maybe at the first end first movie Zone.
1: they wear the hats, and then after that they just forget them. I
0: don't even think it's they're kind in the of second a lot. one. And they probably imagine having one hundred child extras, and like those hats, just like they're not very good hats. They're probably falling everywhere. Well, they they yeah. also
1: throw them up into the air at the end of the first movie.
0: So like, oh, yeah. I wonder how many times they had to take that. <laughs>
1: Imagine who had to grab all the hats between takes.
0: <laughs> That's an intern job. <laughs> <laughs> so after a long, dark, cold wait, the beau baton delegation, isn't that what he says, approaches um, from the skies. They've taken to the skies in a powder blue carriage the size of a house. A large house, not just a house. Yeah, a l- I mean, how large? He's gonna say, "What size house is the big one?" I've lived in a large house before, and that shit is too large to get off the ground.
1: <laughs> well, how <laughs> big mean, are the horses? You didn't have magic. I mean, are mm-hmm. there, are the horses well. also
2: gigantic? The, the how how big yeah, do you say they, they are?
0: are? Yeah, size of an elephant. Yeah, they're gigantic horses. Yeah, it says they're gigantic, and then it
2: it says hooves the size of dinner plates, which doesn't seem that big to me. I mean, definitely bigger than a regular horse. But
1: like, but like a big dinner it's really plate, good. it's gotta it's gotta be bigger than that. It's a big dinner plate. Like a dinner, not yeah. like
0: a app plate, but yeah, like a dinner c- plate. That could be like three times the size of a regular horse. Yeah, so
1: maybe it is yeah. like a good sized house. Damn. I am just imagining Damn. like mobile home. giant elephant sized horses like taking my
0: house like for a ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what an adventure that would be. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a Disney movie about that. <laughs> Yeah,
1: up. It's like horses like with, or balloons pegasi, or something. It's <gasps> just just change it, change the um the I was going to call them umbrellas balloons. Change the balloons into <laughs> pegasi.
0: <laughs> you could fly away with umbrellas too if you had if to you're in, Poppins. A <laughs> in a pinch. In a pinch. Okay, so the carriage lands makes people like jump back a little bit. The headmistress exits the carriage first and she well, is well, first, an objectively large. First a oh. boy. Oh yeah. Because Bo yes, Battens does right. have boys. It is a boy. There a boy in pajamas.
2: <laughs> a boy in pajamas. I like that she says that, she writes that and um doesn't ex- doesn't really Clarify, like I, I really think
0: that that's Harry's view of what he's wearing. Ooh, because it's like silk and silly. Yeah. yeah,
2: so I think it's just like a, a fancy sort of oh, that's pant funny. top
0: kind of thing, <laughs> you know. But it's
2: not real, really pajamas. Obviously, these are
0: European and their fashion. And I think that's the kind of pajamas that Harry that they wear in the movies, at least, right? Yeah, don't they have PJs like that? I love their PJs they're, like, in sil- the movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're very classic
1: yes very good but yeah then okay yes the so that's like
0: um he's the f- the footman yes you gotta get someone to help
1: her out of the carriage because she's a
0: big lady she's a big lady big big bitch on deck my best friend <laughs> my best friend is six feet tall and i'm pretty tall too and that is a phrase we like to say when we big arrive bitch on deck just shout it every time you enter a room i love it yo if you get drunk enough you do start doing shit like that at parties honestly (laughs) okay Okay. everyone's clapping dumbledore kisses her hand and greets her this is madame maxime i am quite bad at french pronunciation because i study spanish where you pronounce every letter that's like Mm -hmm. the the feature of the language yeah so different Just gotta unlearn that. It's it's reliable. (laughs) If you pronounce every letter, that's a reliable way to look at language. But French... (laughs) (laughs) I do love Dumbledore's interactions with her
2: specifically in the movies and in the books. I just think he's like so... I don't know. He's like peak Dumbledore, flirty... Yeah, he's
0: definitely What do you call that, whimsical... He is flirty and I love it for him. I just imagine
2: his eyes like twinkling at their most twinkliest. He's
0: like (laughs) looking up at her,
2: kissing her on the hand. He's
0: so charming. He's so charming. (laughs) I would love to see a fanfic um, about... Dumbledore, Maxime, and Karkaroff like having to like work together to get something done. You know, like <laughs> something happens to like students across Europe or something, and they have to like really team together and like in like a real way. I would love to see that. I'm picturing like a little comic strip. Like a... it's a good dynamic for that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great.
2: That'd be very
0: cute. Um, okay so then the students come out of the carriage they're all in silk with no cloaks so they're freezing they're on PJs. they obviously don't have the weather app on um, their phones to check and they don't just like generally know the difference in climate
2: I'm telling I you, guess it's, just, it's, it's not
1: cold in France it's just it's never cold there <laughs> i guess
0: <laughs>
2: it's a tropical everyone knows it's a tropical climate <laughs> in
0: France <laughs> I think of it course. gets cold but not like this <laughs> I know, but you'd think they'd have jackets. They You're just right, you would think they'd, bring they'd have jackets. Them. Like, <laughs> nah.
2: Yeah, because like, like, whenever I pack for anything, especially if I'm flying, which they did, technically. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They caught a long <laughs> and you have And you have to try to stuff everything into your one bag. I wear all of my jackets. That's
0: It just makes sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a great point. It's
2: always cold on the plane.
1: I always wear like a hoodie on the plane.
0: Yeah, I'm always on a plane in my like hiking boots cuz you can't pack hiking boots. You got to wear yeah. them in like a hat, you know. Oh, but then when <laughs> you go through security, you got to take your hiking boots mm-hmm. all the no, way off. No, it is it's a nightmare, but I'm not going to pack them. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um what happens next? Uh okay, so then Madame Maxime starts talking about her horses. She's like I don't believe that any <laughs> of your, like, silly men staff members could, like, possibly, like, he would have to be, like, a really exceptional guy to, like, handle my horses. He'd have like, to
2: be, he'd have to be, like, maybe, like, both large and also knows how to care for magical creatures. Yeah, just, and like, a
0: strong guy who could really, like, you know, handle This something. is
1: what she looks for in a man, someone who can handle her horses. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Wink. That's the first the first
0: hurdle he must pass. Honestly, these horses are straight up sexy because they only drink single malt whiskey. What's that about? <laughs> like, what you, is that good whiskey? The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, how do you how do you like um how do you breed creatures to have that trait so specifically? I don't know, man. I don't know. It makes zero sense. Her, I wonder if that's something I can Google. <laughs> Why <laughs> do
1: um, Maxime's oh.
0: horses? I was like, you know, it's not real, right? Okay. Whiskey.
1: She wanted to get the, the sexy typing in there. That's why she's got to do this.
0: <laughs> I knew Reddit would have the answer. <laughs> you can use alcohol to fuel a car, and then the horse's metabolism somehow works in a similar way to a combustion engine, thanks to whatever charms have been applied to them. That's on our. Do you say r slash? Yeah. yeah. I'm such a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's r slash.
1: I don't I, even use It's on r
0: slash it. Ask Science Fiction, and I like that. What the fuck? I like that. That's, huh. that's interesting. <laughs> okay, so all of the French people go inside to warm up. And then the British people are fine they're warm they have the appropriate (laughs) they have the appropriate they they
1: know what to do they've they've been here before
0: (laughs) yeah so they're like still waiting but I feel like I've been here before they're like just getting cold and bored and I feel like I've been there before just like cold and bored like it's like you're waiting for the bus you're
1: like okay I'm tired I'm
0: cold Oh my God, just like waiting for the bus straight up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Have
2: we talked about on the show already about like the requirements for getting into each different school? Like if they have different requirements, like Malfoy's Malfoy's saying like, oh, I wanted to go to Durham. We almost went to Durmstratt. I
1: feel like he was shooting the shit personally.
0: (laughs) He's just like, that sounds cooler than Hogwarts.
2: Yeah. She definitely makes it seem like you have to go according to where you live, like geographically, because yeah. unless you're there, she doesn't student. have any, well, she doesn't have any like different accents a- at Hogwarts, right? There's no like no. students that yeah. have different accents or anything.
0: I mean, just Scottish kids, pretty much. I,
1: I right? think Wood being Scottish is a movie thing, though, isn't it? Oh,
0: there's a couple of Scottish people. I freaking Maggie Smith is Scottish. I think she's supposed to have like a Scottish fair, accent fair, in fair. the fair. books.
1: Oh. They are in Scotland.
0: So yeah no they are physically in Scotland. Oh. <laughs> so I guess I guess it's the posh british accents that are the accents.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing is is like so I guess I guess like all of maybe western europe that isn't the uk goes to bow baton and like all the the thing is that all of eastern europe is huge i feel like there would have to be like a russian school just straight up if
1: we went into the the politics of like how there's only so many schools in certain places we could be here forever to complain about
0: no (laughs) do you think a lot of magic kids get like overlooked
2: possibly i was thinking like okay maybe the magic population isn't that big it it must
1: be pretty small
0: I mean, there's still three schools in Europe. If if you... But I bet there's some wizarding communities that don't go to school, actually, straight up. I would mm-hmm. bet. There could be. There could be.
1: Yeah, no, if you look at all, That's like, true. the schools that are, like, around the world, in the wizarding worlds, there's... I think there's only, like, one for Asia,
0: like, for all of Asia, and... Wow, that sounds really realistic. Yep. <laughs> the... For wow. so many reasons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder...
2: If there are families out there um, where they like go to regular, the kids go to regular school and then, you know, the parents either they're magic and they realize that like one or two or all of their kids are magical too. And then they just give them that sort of those kinds of magic lessons on their own as a family. Yeah. I would think that would be kind of like a regular structure, actually. Maybe that happens a lot. I don't know. I think homeschooling would be fine. Like
1: it would be fine, but also it's just like this is the norm that we know of, is right. Putting the kids into yeah. The school.
0: Mm. Um. Anyway. Uh. Oh, there's something in the lake. <laughs> it's pirates. Um, it's pirates. <laughs> it's sure. a pirate ship for sure. A whirlpool appears, and then a mast, and then a whole ship appears from the whirlpool that appeared. Um, this is all very cool. That's a note I wrote for myself when I made these notes like so six how months. How did ago. they get into the lake though? How do they breathe underwater? water? I, I know. <sighs> Wait, I feel like someone said it to me once, like, okay, let me look up Is is it
1: like there's like an air bubble Bulgaria. around the ship? Like
0: maps. Obviously I said map of bubble Did they all take gillyweed? So- <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so, Bulgaria is on the coast of the Black Sea, so I feel like there's some crazy magic happening there connecting the Black Sea, like, over mm-hmm. to the to the lake. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: hmm Okay. I can see that. Okay. You know what I'm imagining now? Uh, I'm, I'm imagining, like, um, the portals that they had, like, in Once Upon a Time, where they would just, like, throw a magic bean into the water, and they would sail into that, and then just... <laughs> they
0: just oh, pop yeah. up and just, oh, those magic beans that's, that's, just, that's right that's, that's right i forgot i forgot right just magic portal it up probably <laughs> it could be magic that's like not dark magic but it's like not good magic either you know like some like badass like ancient magic Ooh. well it's it's derm string so like they're the edgy ones yeah, they're pretty edgy. That's what I'm saying, like they would pull some shit. They'd be like, "Okay, we need to use every dark magic that we got so we to really badass. bring the drama to Hogwarts." Yeah. <laughs> we got to outdo Dumbledore somehow. That's my favorite quote from Megamind. "Oh,
2: you're a villain, all right. Just not a super one." Yeah?
1: What's the difference? Presentation. Presentation. <laughs> this ship makes me want to be a wizard pirate like that's that's it I want to be a wizard, wizard pirate
0: okay so we've listed like the only four careers for wizards no, for a no, long the time but we like really pirate. have not even talked about how easy and fun piracy could be
1: exactly mm-hmm.
0: but then they don't even uh, m- wizards like don't like technology so they probably couldn't understand like radio or like radar or anything and I think they'd be picked up pretty quickly
2: can you imagine mm. being a pirate though that could get to all the little ponds and lakes? Yeah. Like a, a random little family pond on a yes. next to a family house, and they just walk they just whatever they do to get up in that little pond and
0: Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a cool concept. And you just raid the rich person's
2: house. Rob the family blind, yeah. It <laughs> great. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to be a wizard pirate. They, that's it. That's my dream job. They, They'd have to, like, drain the lake to make sure, the pond, to make sure no one else comes in there. Wow. Any,
1: anything
2: of water, water.
1: just anything they Um, can go through.
0: (laughs) Like a glass of water? (laughs) Okay, listen, though. Listen. Oh, no. Listen. (laughs) Oh, no. That's kind of like flu powder, though, the way that you can just, like, in theory, walk into anybody's fucking fireplace and just walk into their house. And, like, how big is a fireplace? Could you come out of a bonfire? Like... And yeah, like, would you have to, like, physically brick off your fireplace if you didn't want people to come in through the flu network? Or can you put yourself on a do not flu list? I don't
1: know. (gasps) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Santa has to be a fucking wizard. He invented flu powder. Yeah, that's true. You heard it
2: here. So maybe maybe the water travel is, like, a different kind of flu powder. It must be, yeah.
0: You just, like, throw a little bit into the water and you're like... Now we're going mm-hmm, mm-hmm. portal. Instead of fire bending, it's water bending. Well, and then brooms are air, just, and then. Yes! It's um, gonna be the elements, what's, yeah. What's earth? Uh, <laughs> I'm just like walking on your two feet. Just walking, yeah. <laughs>
2: so we're earth bending, really? Yeah, we're earth bending all the time.
1: Just like we're time yeah. traveling all the time. One minute per minute
0: you know <laughs> god damn it i can't with that <laughs> shit i've been thinking about relativity a lot lately oh no you can't be just thinking about that <laughs> it's because it's because i read this book it's fine that's not um good. okay guys I, I don't forget this is all very cool right <laughs> the the dramatic ship anch- makes anchor it makes birth <laughs> <laughs> as the pirates and pirates of the caribbean say um it like puts its little plank out and then
2: (laughs) You're making it sound like the most precious little like a whale or something. Like putting its little fin out. Um (laughs) indeed, this little little ship. This
0: little plank. So cute. (laughs) I'm weeping. Um the, okay, the, and the kids come off, and, the, like, the, the, the people come off the boat, and they're all wearing furs and heavy cloaks because they're used to it being colder. So there's, like, a lot of different kinds of people coming together. Cold people,
2: <laughs> warm people. Diversity, man. I wonder if they... Maybe they're
1: sweating. Maybe they go to Hogwarts, and they're, like, sweating profusely. <laughs> That's that's why they came in through the water, because they're like, uh, this will just hide the fact that we're sweating. We're all just wet. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Okay, the headmaster, Karkarov, greets Dumbledore. He has a good tea. That's how we know he's probably evil. <laughs> 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 but he has a weak chin underneath it, so he's going to be like a shitty kind of weak evil person. Not, yeah. not a good kind. This... Honestly the description <laughs> of
2: the description of him like confused me more than any of her. To- Normally she's like so on the nose about stuff it's like a little annoying at times, you know, but this one I was like what is she trying to say because he also um he called heartily, "How are you, my dear fellow? How are you?" He grasps um Dumbledore's hands with both hands like he's like he has a lot of genuine what seems like genuine excitement to see Dumbledore.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: But then I don't know, but then he has a fruity, unctuous voice. A, I really don't even know what that means, voice, to be honest. You know? You know, he's <laughs> just got a
1: fruity voice,
0: you know? I just. I love that. <laughs> love that for him. Mm hmm. Um, okay, and then one of the students from Dermstring is Victor Crowe. Yeah. It's like a
2: great reveal. They can tell just by the silhouette of his nose. Obsessed.
0: The nose, the white, thick slack eyebrows. <laughs> yes. Thick brows. It's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. He's a minor, probably. He no, he's eighteen if he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. He's the kid. The guy 17. in the movies does not look like he's, a minor. He's, he's definitely like twenty-five at least. That it, yeah, that's
2: that's tricky because
0: <laughs> that's what I'm picturing.
2: I think about Victor
1: and Hermione too much. Where he's like seventeen, she's like fourteen.
0: He probably turns yeah. eighteen during the year. Like this man.
1: It's yeah, but they, I
0: don't think they really do anything. I They're know. just like friends who like kiss three times or whatever. It's still weird to me. I yeah. think high school kids like think differently. I don't know, um, especially in this uh, <laughs> in this world. <laughs> yeah. Who even knows the rules in this world?
1: Do they even have sex ed at
0: Hogwarts? Um, hard no. (laughs) No, absolutely. You know Hermione is the kind of precocious child who got to ask her parents any sex question she wanted and got, like, a real scientific answer. They, like, showed her with diagrams and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened to Haley. Look at her now. Yeah. (laughs) Look at her now. (laughs) Wonderful. What was your favorite part of this chapter? charlie
1: um well the pirate ship um <laughs> the
0: pirate ship
2: yeah i think i think charlie made that perfectly clear while sorry we were going through it
1: Sorry. sorry. <laughs> i mean also just the fact that i blew your mind about the imperious curse
0: i thought that was common knowledge that it was the the horcrux it's common knowledge that i'm an idiot
2: <laughs> That's true. i didn't know that either and i still to be fair
0: i still don't fully believe it I believe it. I'm so willing to believe anything, dude. I'm so gullible. <laughs> Any more receipts? I was
1: just like, "Oh, this is this is how we're going. It's definitely the Horcrux." Like,
0: no doubt about that wow. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It does make sense. Um, Mary Payne, what was your favorite part? I loved all the
2: like I feel like we got a lot of sass and one-liners from a lot of the characters in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm like McGonagall just making people feel like shit um, Fred and George being sassy and mysterious uh god what else oh hagrid even had a good line against malfoy he was like yeah or all if you don't do what i tell you i'll take a page from mad eye's book or something mm-hmm. i hear i hear you make a good
0: ferret malfoy
2: and i was like Damn!
0: <laughs> nice. Hagrid, yeah, threatening I love
2: that. Malfoy. Like... <laughs> Amazing.
0: My favorite part of this chapter was that one split second that Parvati was wearing her hair butterfly before McGonagall told her to take it off and dulled her sparkle. Ugh,
2: <gasps> oh, Parvati. That's gonna... The worst. Okay, this is getting way too deep into it, but I'm thinking a lot about the, the little pieces of, like, the experience, especially for, like, female um where like people dull your sparkle at different points and like you just that stuff like affects you forever
0: yes mm, i know straight- it's getting way sh- too down into no, it. no i'm completely with you straight up i i know i totally get you i feel like anyone
2: i feel like anyone you ask has those moments honestly where like you just remember that one person in your life who meant a lot to you who you looked up to who said one thing about your appearance especially mm. when you were younger and it really affects you forever Mm -hmm.
0: McGonagall, I just expected more from you, you know? She didn't, she wanted to be seen as, I think, like, very serious. I know. And like, well, and actually, you know, you know, McGonagall's like extremely competitive. It's like one of her low-key features. So I feel like she's like, we are going to bring it. Like, you are not gonna embarrass me. And I do, I do feel like. She just has to be proud of her kids.
2: Yeah. And I, in that moment, I also gave her the benefit of of the doubt because I feel like there's probably a more strict, dress code and uniform code than we see like maybe they're not allowed to wear different stuff Mm. like that like my i went to catholic school when i was younger and we definitely couldn't wear like big stuff like that we couldn't wear makeup we couldn't wear any of that stuff so
0: um (sighs) wow
2: yeah so that's probably why but in that moment i was just like you bitch
0: yeah it it. sucks yes sad Okay, well, that was my favorite part, though. I oh, <laughs> we're supposed to, was we sad. were supposed to end on a good note. Like, I'm Christina, saying, like, good so good for sad. her for trying. Yeah. Okay, that was my favorite moment when Parvati tried. Hey, you know what? I bet when McGonagall turned around, she put it right back in her hair. So. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> Definitely. All right, cool. Are you guys ready to move on to plugs? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to start by plugging our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can become part of our online community on Discord, which is a very happy place to be. We also release monthly bonus episodes for our $5 uh, and above tier patrons, and this month's bonus episode is coming out this upcoming Saturday, and it's going to be about the Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles, (laughs) which is basically the anti-immortal Anti-My Immortal, because it's, like, a Christian fanfic um, where, like, instead of witchcraft it's <laughs> and wizardry, it's, like, a school of prayer and miracles. Is it, is it Jesus? Was it Jesus all along? Jesus is involved, for sure. Um, and it's, like, was it a hoax? Was this, like, a real bitch writing this? Like, who's to say? With elaborate author's notes. So it really is the anti-My Immortal. <laughs> Um, So I'm really excited for that one. Mary Payton, where can people find you online?
2: You can find me on Instagram at crookmp or Richmond Reads. And my plug is one of my favorite books. And I I feel like our listeners might like this because it's a very, um, it's kind of like a love, it's a sci-fi fantasy kind of YA-ish book. That's like a kind of a love story to books. And um, Um. it's called Among Others by Joe Walton. Um, No one I have ever met has ever read it. I really would love someone to talk to about it. So (laughs) listeners, if anyone's read it, please tell me. Um, It's it's just so good. It's beautiful. It's about a girl. It's like way too in-depth to even talk about it. But she's one of a twin and her twin has passed away. But it's like this, like, you get this feeling that there's like magic involved in their family somehow. And... She has to go to this boarding school by herself, and her mom might be an evil witch too. But it's like a very, it's um, set in a very realistic kind of world. It's very magical realism, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. genres. Um, so, highly recommend. I've actually never had the chance to re- read anything else by Joe Walton, but I've heard she's very good. So, that's uh, among others by Joe Walton.
0: Do you have a copy of that book? I do. Bring it to me. I will. Double Dog Dare Me. <laughs> Charlie, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Ugh, too many places. Too many places. I'm at GreenPixie12. Most places, except for Twitter, because somebody stole that first. Um, there, I'm at GreenPixie123. Um, I also do have a YouTube. I haven't done anything there in, like, a year. It's fine. Uh, it's Charlie Mac. It's M-A-C-K. Uh, also, yeah, I have two pods on the network, if, if you didn't know that. Phantom's gone wrong, <laughs> and all
0: the eldest Surely gods. they do. <laughs> Special shout out to our friend Taylor, who was supposed to join us for this recording tonight, but was not well. We miss you a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: sad. Yeah, but if you miss Taylor this week, you can go listen to all of the of the eldest gods episodes, and then you maybe won't miss her as much anymore.
1: I should do that so I don't miss her. I miss her. <laughs> Um then my plug. Yeah, what have you been
0: yeah, reading, watching, playing, listening um, to? I
1: have been thinking binging, about binging, um rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer this past nice. couple weeks. And it's been it's been a real good time, good time. Love that 90s shit. <laughs> it's
0: it's such an excellent vibe. The theme song's the best vibe. Um, I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. I'm not really gonna say my socials anymore. It's too annoying. <laughs> They're in the show notes. Um, <laughs> and this week, I'm gonna plug my own fucking company that I just launched with my good friend Mary Payton and our other friends Grace and Mike, <laughs> Wilding Press. In case, in case you haven't heard, we run that shit. I literally have your. <laughs> Mary Payne, I have your business card taped directly in front of me right Uh, now. You look so professional. Compared to what I am now. Yeah, the contrast is staggering. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um, But we're hosting a contest. So if you're the kind of person who likes to write stuff, you should check out our contest. www.wildling.com I you can I need. edit that part out, I, right? I need my notes. I need my notes. <laughs> the contest is called our first page free for all, and what that means is that if you submit your first page to us at the link in the show notes, we and like some other stuff, you know, we are will like fast track it. We'll read it right away, and then we'll either like ask to see your whole manuscript because maybe we want to publish it, or we will tell you exactly like why your first page didn't draw us and so maybe you could develop it a little bit Hmm. so get a free critique yeah so that's our first page free for all and the deadline for that is january 31st 2022 so you got like six weeks several weeks i'm bad at math seven (laughs) weeks seven several weeks
1: (laughs) yes several you only (laughs) say several when it's seven right
0: (laughs) that's the root they they are cognate that's why they both start with sev it's
1: not Severus. Sure. That's not how
0: that works. <laughs> Severus. <laughs> Charlie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a delight to have you and I giggled a lot.
1: Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make bad jokes <laughs> and maybe make people laugh. But... Giggles.
0: It means a lot. It means a lot. <laughs> and Mary Payton as always, thank you for being my trusty co pilot.
2: No problem. I'm glad to be here.
0: All right, gang, I got to go finish reading Cold, Warm, or British, A History of Magic Schooling in Europe before this book disappears into the Black Lake. Goodbye. <sighs> Bye. Bye. The Restricted Section is stoked to be a member of the Movie Night Crew Podcast Network, featuring some excellent other podcasts, such as Fandom's Gone Wrong, a podcast where Carrie and Charlie, a mother and kid duo, talk about movies, TV shows, and books they both love, and it will probably devolve into friendly arguments.
1: Hello, you awesome nerds out there. Yes, you. Have I got the podcast for you. We've got pop culture, swearing, and all the immature jokes you could ask for. We'll take you on a journey through TV shows, movies, books, and maybe a video game someday. And we'll tell you how they all went wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this is fandoms gone wrong new episodes every other wednesday wherever you get your podcasts
0: the restricted section was created by me christina Kahn, based on the book series by jk rowling all music by ryan Kahn. logo by michael hardison support us on patreon.com slash restricted section for as little as a dollar a month, you can gain access to our Discord community server, which is a really happy place to be. And there are other rewards as well, such as bonus episodes and Zoom happy hour hangouts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Restricted Section Pod, on Twitter at Restricted Pod, and on Facebook at Restricted Section Pod. Also, feel free to shoot us an email at RestrictedSectionPod at gmail.com to share your thoughts, feelings, complaints, conspiracy theories, or even lavish praise. Wow, that was a really good episode. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it.
2: Movie Night Crew Network.